12. We go wild dog with Sony. Nauta goes in motion left. Snap it to Michelle. He's running to the left. Angling. 25-20. Got a block for Grubb. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Dogs win it. We're headed to it. Welcome back to the Damn Good Dogcast. This is your host, Robert Reynolds. What a day it was Saturday between the hedges at G-Day. Uh, red team, 28. Black team, 23. Uh, uh, first team offense just nudged the first team defense. Uh, a lot to take away from that, uh, and I do mean a lot. And most of it was good. Uh, I like what I saw. Uh, obviously, this is a show for personal takes. Uh, I think the star of the show was more than likely uh, everybody would say that it's a Donnie Mitchell. Uh, definitely the breakout star for the show on Saturday. And, um, you know, seven catches, hundred, just over 100 yards, uh, actually targeted 13 times. Uh, that's impressive for a freshman. Uh, I, I, I tweeted this out. Stars don't mean shit. And this is an example Right there. Perfect example. Three-star coming out of high school, uh, and you see what happens, right? Uh, a lot of people want to take away the the Pickens and Burton and Blaylock, you know, all those injuries, right? G- Georgia kind of didn't really miss a beat, and honestly, that's about as good as you can ask for uh, with the receiver depth, right? Uh, look at this position a couple years ago. We saw what happened. We saw what happened. We saw what happened. So with that being said, I, I look at um, obviously the receiver depth, and, um, you know, I'm happy about it. Uh, actually, I'm happy about the receivers as well. So there's a lot to um, take in there, right? There's a lot to take in there. And obviously, I think everybody can say that, I think Beck is your number two, in my opinion. Uh, Stetson does provide a lot of experience, but we look at it, he hasn't—he just hasn't been, you know, getting a lot of reps. But at the end of the day, with all the experience that he has, who really he doesn't really need him. But um, Beck proved to me that I think he's more than capable to be the number two. Uh, Brock also looked very good uh, in the work that he got. So. <clears throat> Like I said, still a lot to go on. Uh, I think one of my favorite plays, though, just looking into this, um, Big O, right? Big O, the tight ends, all of them had a good day. All of them had a good day. Uh, So it was a lot to go around. Uh, And honestly, I look at the the question marks coming into this season, right? Coming into the season, I I was under the impression that the offensive line and the secondary was going to have, you know, the biggest question marks around them. And honestly, they handled themselves fairly well. Uh, you look at, you know, look at the ones. You look at Tate Rattledge, 
uh, at guard, you know, Erickson um, and Truss, Schaefer, you know, McClendon, all those guys, all of them look really good. And, and honestly, you know, you put in uh, Jordan Davis and you put in Devontae Wyatt, those guys are going to have a damn good season. And if it's not them, if it's not them, you look at you look at Nolan Smith. Adam Anderson kind of strangely had a quiet day. Uh, Nolan Smith didn't. And, you know, you look at that, and, and that's good signs right there. Uh, the one takeaway from uh, Nolan, obviously he kind of got beat on that uh, out uh, the wheel route, uh, which is something that I hope we get ready for because Florida's more than likely going to do that again. So we'll see what happens there. But nonetheless, um, a lot to take away. And let's just kind of start here. You know, and another thing, lots of recruits came down, lots of recruits. And it was nice to see. It really was. So, you know, with that, with that being said, I am happy to see a good Saturday. And I think the biggest takeaway, no real major injuries. So with that being said, let's start with a breakdown of the quarterback position. All right. JT Daniels probably was, you could consider the MVP of the, uh, of the day. Uh, Just completed over, completed over 60% of his passes, uh, slightly over 300 yards passing. I had deep ball, uh, had the deep ball to uh, D-Rob, had the nice pass uh, right before the half to uh, Donnie Mitchell. You know, so all of that looked very, very good. Um, but one thing that I really took away from that was his ability to make all of the throws. In, in the spring game, you're not going to see the, you know, you're not going to see that stuff. Uh, you're not going to see, it's going to be kind of vanilla, which strangely enough, it was awesome to see not so much as a, a vanilla offense, and I can't be more happy about that. But, you know, I think one thing that JT asked for, he wanted to see, or I, I think Kirby wanted to see him make all the throws, and he looked more than comfortable doing it. Uh, start this, uh, you know, starting the day, things kind of got a little bit sluggish, and, and that's okay, right? Getting started, things like that, kind of had you concerned a little bit. Um, you know, and that was more so just the offense kind of sputtering around. Uh, you know, the offensive line obviously going against the number one defense. That's that's about expected. A couple of sacks there. Uh, obviously, as those guys are jail, I think that'll be fine. Uh, considering the fact that really the, you know, looking in the regular season, I think we'll be superior, like highly, highly more athletic and, and just that much more dominant than most everybody else will play. So Clemson's your real true threat. Uh, if we can manage, if we can weather uh, Clemson, I think, we do fine along the offensive line. But nonetheless, you can see in the second half, JT really balled out. And that was what you really came to see. And he did not disappoint. Um, but at the end of the day, obviously, I think we, I think most fans walked away happy with what we saw. Um, you know, you saw the, you saw the arm talent, like I said, obviously with the pass to um, uh, Adani right before the half, you saw how fast he put it on the line there. And that's something that, that's going to be a big thing moving forward. Uh, obviously, Carson Beck, like I said, had some very good plays. Uh, looked very comfortable in the pocket, uh, which is good, uh, considering like, we wanted to see him go for the number two uh, quarterback spot, right, the backup spot. He seems to be comfortable in that offense. Now, get more comfortable. It's going to be fun. 
Hopefully we don't need the backup, but if we do, I think Carson Beck can manage. Uh, you look at uh, Brock Vandegrift. Brock Vandegrift showed you exactly what he was coming out of uh, out of um, Athens, <clears throat> coming out of Bogart, right? Out of high school. So you look at that, showed his speed right on the uh, quarterback keeper, uh, showed the arm talent right to uh, throw into Bowers. You know, I think, like I said, uh, we had Friday, we had his uh, father, Greg, on. You know, a lot of it is just understanding the offense, learning the playbook. And honestly, you can't take away that uh, for what it's worth. But he had a good day, in my opinion. He had a bo- uh, bobbled snap. And that's just understanding, considering how much is going on, how fast it's coming. Things like that's going to happen. And luckily, it's in the uh, spring game. There's a lot of time to get over that. I'm not too concerned. Uh, I did like what I saw with his, uh, with his speed. I like what I saw with his arm talent. Brock's going to be a good thing moving forward. And obviously, Stetson, Stetson runs down, uh, does throw the pick. Uh, Lewis Seen picks it off, but nonetheless, efficiency, uh, moving the offense down the field obviously gets us a score. So quarterback play, if, if I had to give it a an overall grade, I'm going to say a high B plus, maybe A minus. I think maybe A minus. Uh, you can't really ask more out of JT uh, along the lines other than, you know, having more passing yards. But even then, you know, he was very efficient, 60% plus on the first team defense. I'd say that's fairly well for uh, for the day. Uh, looking at the running backs, you know, one of the things that surprised me about these running backs, the ability to catch out of the backfield. Uh, I did not expect Zeus to do as well as he did out of the backfield. Shows me he's working on that uh, a lot more. And that's a real good thing. Uh, I, I've talked about this before. You have to have that multidimensional threat. Uh, anytime you have a receiver or a running back in the backfield. I, I think what I saw here, I think he said five uh, five targets, five catches or something like that. He, you know, J, you know, JT was checking it down, and that's okay. But White made the most out of it. So you have to take that with a, um, you know, with a positive feel to it. Uh, obviously, uh, James Cook looked great in space, uh, ran a little bit better between the tackles than I thought, and I can't be mad about that either. Uh, looked great in the receiving game. Obviously, he got past Nolan Smith on the wheel route uh, for a good, uh, good chunk play. Uh, Kendall Milton finally. Now I know this isn't true regular season, but it's the first of many. First touchdown. I actually started the game. Uh, started the game off with scoring, uh, eight yard touchdown run. Beautiful run. Just beat people to the edge and then cut around and scored. Obviously, uh, Dejan looked good. Uh, you know, like what I saw when him running. So overall, I'm going to look at a, um, a B plus there. Uh, I do think I, I would have liked to see more uh, chunk yardage runs, but at the end of the day, when you're passing it as, as what we did, kind of not going to get that. So moving on. Receivers. Donnie Mitchell is the guy. Donnie Mitchell showed out, and there's really no question about it. Like I said, 13 targets, seven of them caught, and over 100 yards, just over 100 yards. So with that being said, you also look at, you know, look down a little bit, right? You look at D-Rob, nice touchdown, right? Huge bomb uh, from JT uh, in the fourth quarter. So we, we see that speed that he can get past the defense. Uh, it was able to get through that contact, catch the ball, walked in pretty much. And that's something that I hope D-Rob will come out and have a good season with, being able to get some uh, playing time because you know he's going to be on the field. 
You look at Lad McConkey. Strangely, Lad McConkey did fairly well. Uh, caught the bet, uh, caught bets, uh, batted ball early in the game. Uh, showed the effort right there. You know, so you have Kiers. Kiers did his thing, right? Um, one of the things that I didn't mention, one of the things about JT with making all the throws, the rollout, uh, going to the left, throwing it to Kiers for that touchdown, right, about that 10-yard touchdown. That right there shows – that's a hard throw to make, guys. That's really a hard throw to make. And they kind of made it look easy, which to me builds my confidence for JT. Uh, does not temper my expectations by any means. But um, obviously, Kiaris did his thing. Uh, I'm going to take away the overall here. We're, we're in a better spot with the, with the receiver depth, obviously, way better, in my opinion, than we were a couple years ago. When we lost our top uh, play catchers, you know, our, our top production right there, top pass catchers. It was rough. It really was. And fortunately, and when we had Lawrence Cager, we were that, you know, we were a better team. When he was out, we struggled and it was painful to watch. Um, if, you know, if you take away anything from G Day, I'm looking at it this way. It's going to be a, I think we're just in a better spot, right? I think our offense is in a better spot. Our depth around the board is in a better spot. I'm going to, I'm, I'm just in a happy place with our offense, especially our receivers. Uh, obviously knowing that Pickens is going to be down for a while. That's fine with me. Well, I don't, I, I, I take that back. It's not fine. I want Pickens on the field, but knowing that we have the depth, I'm fine with that. So just to clarify that there, um, moving on to the tight ends, tight ends, Darnell Washington, no question about it. Best, best tight end we had of the day. Uh, obviously saw the, the pass uh, where he got past Lavoisier. Uh, I don't even know how to explain this. The, uh, the missed tackle from Johnson. Uh, missed tackle there, just bumped him off and runs for about 51 yards right for the total catch. Beautiful. I expect to see more of this. One of the things that Monken did was we, we really opened the ball to the tight ends. I hope that translates into the regular season because if it does, it's going to alleviate having Pickens on the sidelines. It really will. We have a ton of talent. We, we have to use that, right? We have to use that. We saw what happened in the past game overall. Checkdowns, you know, utilized the tight ends, got them open. You saw Bowers getting utilized. Really looked good as a true freshman coming in. Really looked good. Showed his speed. You looked at Fitzpatrick, did his thing. Uh, but obviously Darnell was the biggest takeaway there. Tight ends, I'm going to say A, solid A. I really like what I saw there. They were getting used a lot, and that's something that Georgia fans have really been wanting. I've been wanting this for a while. Utilize your tight ends. We have Brock Bowers. You have Darnell Washington. Dude is 280, all right? They were talking about it Saturday. He does not look like he weighs 280 pounds, but he is, and he doesn't run like a 280-pound man. Use that man. Use him. You, you got to. Tight ends, solid A. Offensive line. Really, you know, considering the fact that the first team offensive line stuck around and played the off, uh, the first team D line all, uh, all game, I was actually pleasantly surprised with how we handled up. Started off kind of slow a little bit. Uh, Devontae and Jordan Davis were getting their way. Uh, you know, guys off the edge, Nolan Smith was getting their, having their way just a little bit. But as, as the game started really building on and they started to gel together, you kind of saw JT feel more comfortable, have more time. And, and those things are really going to be the key for us winning these games and, and ultimately getting to where we want to be and be a national title contender 
and, and win a championship. That's the key right there, offensive line. That's why it's the biggest question mark on the offense. Uh, like what I saw from Tate Rattledge, obviously, uh, first time getting some true uh, number one experience. Uh, you know, Devontae and Jordan had him a little bit at, at on edge. Uh, nonetheless, though, he handled his own trust. Uh, 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 you know, just naming it, right? The whole offensive line did fairly well. Even in the Mims, Mims did very well. Broderick Jones looked fairly well. So all of across the board, I'm going to say a, a B-plus there uh, for the offensive line. Pleasantly surprised, obviously considering the question marks that I had going on uh, before, the, uh, before the season and really still going on. Uh, I, I genuinely think that if we get these guys situated and basically just go from there, I genuinely think this offense is going to be one of the most potent offenses that we will see. And on that note, after this short break, we are going to come back and we're going to talk defense. So stick around as we'll be just back in just a second. Ever since I started podcasting, I've used Buzzsprout. And let me tell you this, you cannot go wrong with Buzzsprout. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. One of the hardest things about creating and starting your own podcast is not knowing what to do. Buzzsprout, it's super easy. You, they will help you out in regards to what to do. Buzzsprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And Buzzsprout is the best partner you could imagine. Uh, you'll get a great looking podcast website. Audio players that you can drop into your other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, uh, and other tools to promote your episodes. And there's a lot more than just that. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get your message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for the paid plan, and it helps support our show. Welcome back. We were talking offense before the break. Now we're coming to talk defense. So let's start off with the defensive line. Well, let's actually let's break it down overall. Overall, I like what I saw. From what I saw, obviously we don't take too, too much away. But however, what I saw with the defensive line, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And it starts with Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt. Those guys look like animals, and I cannot be more happy about it. Just cannot be more happy. Then you move on along the edge. You have, you look at Adam Anderson and Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith had him a damn good day. Adam Anderson was kind of quiet, but we know it's, we know what's coming. We know what's coming. You look along the middle, you had Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, all showed their speed, everything like that. Secondary, look around, flying around, Singh got a pick, Dan Johnson got a pick. Overall, I loved what I saw from the defense. But there's still some, you know, there's still some concerns there. Uh, definitely got to get our secondary more experienced. But nonetheless, I like what I saw. So let's start with the defensive line breakdown. First, I'm gonna go A plus, and the reason, and it all starts because of Devontae Wyatt and Jordan Davis. Those guys were manhandling the first team offensive line at, to start. And like I was saying earlier, the offensive line handled themselves well what it was but they did kind of start off slow and JT was you know kind of getting rushed around and didn't have as much time in the pocket got a couple sacks early to start the game and that's all because of Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt creating havoc up in the middle so you look at that you also look at Jalen Carter 
Jalen Carter looks the part. Trayvon Walker, Trayvon Walker doing things. He's just what he does. He looks good. He fits the part too. All across the board, I'm going A plus. Those guys wreaked havoc all game long. Period. Moving along to the edge and the outs and, and the linebackers, I loved what I saw. The guys were flying around. Adam Anderson kind of had a quiet day, like I said. Nolan Smith did not have a quiet day. Coming off the edge super fast all day. Loved what I saw there. Loved what I saw. Then you look at, you know, you look at uh, Quay Walker. Quay Walker is going to be a dude, all right? He's going to be the dude. Obviously, we didn't have N'Kobe Dean in there, so you know Kobe's going to take that middle spot, and that's obviously fair. But Quay Walker, watch out for Quay Walker. Him and Channing Tindall are both showed me Saturday that both of those guys can come in and compete at a very high level, if not starter level. So we'll have to see what happens there. But both of those guys had really good days. Even in the second uh, team linebackers, small minded freak athlete, right? Saw his speed showcased a lot, a lot. And I'm happy about it. That's why we came in from high school. That's why we got him. He's going to be, he's going to do just fine. Chas Chambliss actually looked pretty damn good too. Coming off the edge, got past Broderick for a little bit, uh, you know, rushed uh, Beck a little bit. Overall, that was very good for what I saw from the linebackers. I'm going solid. Or I'm going to A minus there, though. I think you could have a little bit more consistent play. Like I said, Adam, uh, not Adam, but Nolan Smith uh, got burnt by, uh, got burnt on the wheel route. Things like that right there is what's gonna what's gonna kill us come Florida. We know it's coming. You have to be more prepared for that. Period. Secondary, cornerbacks, like what I saw. Obviously, a lot of talent, not a lot of experience. It's been it's been what's been preached all season so far, and you kind of can tell. You kind of tell. Obviously, with the number ones, you look at Kimber and Speed. Uh, with the twos, you had Ringo, which is my my favorite to watch. Period. Um, just you know, overall did fairly well. Uh, you know, JT was able to kind of carve that off offensive up. But at the end of the day, guys, it's scripted. Everybody knows at the end of the day, the spring practice is scripted. So we have to take it with a grain of salt. But it's still good to see, you know, Amir uh, with the pass breakups, uh, especially along the uh, sideline uh, guarding uh, A.D. Mitchell. Right, stuff like that is, makes me feel a little bit better. But we can see that there's still some room to grow. Uh, biggest hit of the day, I think you have to look at Keely Ringo. Everybody saw that hit. I loved what I saw from that. Obviously, that's his first uh, bit of playing time and live action since he's been to Georgia. Uh, so it was fun to get to actually see him in pads, running around, and playing. This is one of the big takeaways right there, and I want to see how he handles himself. He handled himself fairly well, so that's good to know as well. Safeties, I think it's a given, right? Chris Smith, Lewis Seen, both of those guys were in good hands. We're in good hands. Don't forget, guys, we have Tyke Smith coming in. He just wasn't here for this. He will be coming in. When he does, the secondary will be short up a little bit in the star. Uh, Brini was playing a little bit, got burned a little bit uh, to Kiaris, got, you know, got burned on Kiaris. Um, you know, and then you look at, you know, A.D. Mitchell's touchdown. Uh, Seen got put in a bad spot. So secondary had some struggles, which we expected it. Did a lot of cover two and zone coverage. And I think that's going to help us. The reason why we did that, because we need to work on our zone coverage. Georgia does a lot of man, but we really haven't been doing a lot of zone. You have to, you have to work on the coverage. Obviously, zone was our big thing this time. 
So I'm happy that we did so much of the zone coverage and it showed why we need to work on it too. Uh, so we did some good things, but at the end of the day, you saw why we needed to work on so and why we did so much coverage, uh, man coverage, or I mean zone. So zone coverage, obviously you could tell we did a lot of. Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus on that, uh, considering how much inexperience we have there. They handled and managed their own. I'm, I'll, I'll take it for what it's worth. Uh, special teams, uh, Pod Lesney hasn't missed the beat. Um, Jake Camarda was kicking field goals. I think Zirkle was hurt. Um, Jake Camarda missed several field goals, all past 40-plus. But nonetheless, that's also what he's not here to do. He's also here to punt. And guess what he did? Punted the fuck out of some balls, right? Great distance on those. Uh, so I feel comfortable with our kick, uh, you know, our kicking game, our special teams. Uh, kickoff returns look good. Obviously, you're not going to see it go full speed. So we'll have to see what happens come the regular season. But nonetheless, I think you look – I'm going to give a solid – I'm going to give it an A-, uh, just because I'd love to see Pod Lesney make that 57-plus, and he missed a couple uh, field goals. Obviously, I'm not going to take too much credit off of it, though, because it's, it's not his job. Punter. Right, he's a punter. Uh, Pod Lesney obviously is our guy, and he didn't miss. So we'll have to take that, obviously. Um, but like I said, overall, great, great show Saturday. Right, I'm happy to see our receiver depth is where it is. We have guys that can come in and step up and make plays on a consistent basis. Right, That's the key, making it on a consistent basis while you let these guys come back from their injuries. Right, Pickens will be – I think Pickens will be here later in the season. Uh, Jermaine Burton will be fine. I think he's going to be ready for the season. Marcus Roseme should be or right near close to the beginning of the season. And Don Blaylock should be ready for the first game of the season. Honestly, we're going to need that. But it was nice to see the, the chemistry built with all of the really the quarterbacks and the receivers. Um, that was one of the pleasant things to take away, the chemistry that we can see it in full effect right now. JT Daniels, four games in the regular season last year, Obviously, didn't have a ton of the chemistry. You saw it. It looks a lot better than what we saw in just those last four games. Obviously, it's a spring game, but nonetheless, they're still all summer into the fall camps before September 4th. It's going to be a long season or preseason, but it's going to be one worth keeping up with uh, positive things. So, um, nonetheless, great takeaway from this uh, game. And on that note, guys, stay tuned for Friday. Friday, South Carolina. We're talking South Carolina. And I've got a guy from the Spurs Up show coming on. And we're going to talk several different topics regarding the Gamecocks. Got to understand your enemy. So on that note, everybody have a great day and go dogs. (laughs) 